0: Hey everybody I uh, don't know if it's caught up with you yet but it certainly seems to have with pretty much everybody I'm running into and everyone in my life and that is uh, it's kind of a, a disconcerting crazy time people either giving up in despair uh, lot of friends and family in the hospital, Um, just total kind of chaos, kind of a breakdown of that feeling of cohesiveness and well-being. And there's a reason for all of that. We're in that time right now. And so I thought we should address it head on with Simon Tchaikovsky. He does the most beautiful job of anyone I've met so far in talking about the beauty and the challenge of the time and how we can individually best engage with it. So Simon... Good to have you back. I think people need to hear from you today. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. Thank you. Um,
1: Yeah, it's uh, astrologically, we look at the cycle. We follow the planet Jupiter and the planet Saturn. Now, Jupiter takes about 12 years to make a a circle around the, uh, uh, the zodiac. Saturn takes 30 years. So collectively, when Jupiter comes around and joins Saturn, it's seen as a low period of dharma in the world a low period meaning there will be lies there will be obfuscation dharma is is doing is righteousness and the word dhar which is the root of it is where we get the word throne farm druid tree these things that it, the english words that establish righteousness in the world that establish a long life you know you plant a tree and you hope it's going to be there for hundreds of years possibly especially redwoods thousands of years um and and so that happens when you do things the right way that's called dharma when a dharma the opposite of dharma happens it it accelerates the 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 sort of the downfall the uh, the deterioration of public confidence and uh, public institutions
0: that's not a word that you hear that often we hear dharma but not adharma adharma
1: is like the uh the letter a in sanskrit is like our un so you have dharma undharma
0: Undharma. Oh, thank you for explaining that
1: and so we are approaching that. That actually hits its peak in December of this year. So expect some controversy around the election, which is happening in the United States. Now, this is a world phenomenon, by the way, this Jupiter-Saturn. So it's not just the U.S., but because the U.S. Um, you know, dictates so much of the conversation of the global, uh, you know, the global economy and the global uh, political climate, that what happens in the U.S. is is relevant. So, um, expect this to sort of hit a peak uh, around the end of the year, and then so there's probably going to be whoever wins the election. Uh, and I've you know I've stated before on your show who I think I think it's.
0: We're going to talk about this again okay. because I want to get into the history of what you have already seen and what you've already predicted. We'll, we need to get into that because a lot of despair um, is being caused it, it, politically, not just in this country, all over the world. People are in despair. People are fighting with their governments and the governments seem to try to be doing end runs around the people. And certainly the U.S. is no exception. We're, we have a lot of despair, a lot of confusion. Hope is trying to creep through here and there but honestly and no matter what happens it doesn't feel feel like a particularly hopeful time so let's talk about what happened and then what, let's go into this notion of the outsider phase you were talking about uh, when we did our little private group and yeah. what this what this means in the world and how it's playing out here in the US because you did you did cast a chart for the last election but you didn't choose to share it with everybody at the time, and now you're not going to make that mistake this time.
1: <laughs> no. So, by the way, do you like how I made my glasses disappear? I like, like how God. you
0: made him. Yeah, oh. we, took, we did a little edit so his eyes wouldn't be purple anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, the most important thing to know about right now is that the United States and a lot of countries around the world are in an outsider life cycle. And specifically, what in astrology is called a Rahu, the, the North Node. Why do we care about this? We care because when the US became the US in 1776, it was running the same period. So Rahu, the outsider cycle, is a period of revolution. Okay, we also, so that was the first time when the US was born, it was born in the crucible of an outsider cycle. And that was a period when, if you remember from history a little bit, I remember from high school history, um, King George had imposed unreasonable taxes. There was oppression. The states didn't have rights. The people felt they weren't being represented. And so they revolted. And fast forward to now, 2015, we began our current outsider cycle. It's an 18-year-long period. So it's going to be here for another thirteen years. Okay. So what happens during outsider cycles? People go into factions. They divide. You're either with the red coats or you know you're with the rebels, and there is no in between, right? Because it's, it was such a volatile thing. Well, in a sense, Donald Trump now is a reincarnation of King George, and you've got the rebellion, and you've got them, and there's very little space in between, so the last, right, last few Thanksgiving dinners have been difficult. Have been battlegrounds for people, unfortunately.
0: They have been.
1: Um, and so, whenever, whenever this type of period arises, it creates polarity because Rahu. Again, I'm going to use this word Rahu. Rahu is the north node, and its opposite is the south south node. So wherever there's one, there's always the other. If you remember from the Matrix neo became the enlightened one and as soon as he did there was the opposite of him the you know mr smith right and at the end they had to annihilate each other for there to become balance again okay so so this is this is the idea so as one faction grows you know on the on the right then there's antifa on the left and there's all these Warring factors, factions, and this is where we are today. We're in this outsider revolutionary kind of period now I'm not saying this to incite any, anything uh, in fact, just to give you context, because every period has you know a beginning, a middle, and an end, and so this too will pass. But knowing where we are also you have to understand that as as one side rises, whether it's a left or a right, it, the, its counterbalance will also come. And so there will always the world will always try to, to even itself out to balance itself out. does that make sense?
0: It does. So let's go into what happened. OK so this started the cycle started in 2015. We had an election in 2016 which kind of deepened the cycle and started creating the polarization even more so, although it had already begun. And at that time, what did you see happening astrologically? Um, Let's say in the, in the general election, uh, November election, between Trump and Clinton, what did you see in the stars back then? And you do Vedic astrology.
1: At, well, at the time, I wasn't that involved in mundane, daily, you know, astro- mundane means global po- political astrology. And I'm still not, you know, fully invested in it. Uh, I have a, my own practice and I prefer to work with people's lives because there I can make an impact. Right. Here we're just, you know, we're speculating. Unless some of the listeners are themselves politicians or or activists in some way who can, you know, do something. Uh, but we all do something in our own little way. So at the time, a student asked me who who would win. We pulled the chart for the question, and it clearly showed Trump. And they all gasped because they saw it. I didn't have to say anything, but I said, no, no, no. Let's let's calm down. All the experts say Hillary's got it in the bag, and so. So I didn't, I didn't encourage it, even though the chart was pretty clear. This time around, uh, it looks like the other way. It looks like the, the leader will fall. And how the leader falls is still not clear. It could be a health issue. It could be that he's just elected out of office. Uh, but as I was saying at the beginning, um, if he's elected, which I, I think it is, if he's elected out of office, there will be great controversy around it. There will be controversy around the result around meddling cheating just like last time um and so uh in that stands to be a a period of of a low of a dharmic low about 15 16 years ago this we had this low as well and if you look back that was the time of the Iraq and Afghanistan war and you know after 911 the US had the whole world behind us And a few years later, people began to, other countries began to resent us because, you know, the way Bush sort of uh, handled the situation. And so that was another time of low dharma, low righteousness, let's say. And so what happens, there are people who are elected, for example, Donald Trump who has a great deal of sort of good karma. There, there's a reason he's in office. That he has just a certain amount of, of good karma and luck that's brought him there. Because by all means, any normal politician who said and did the things he did couldn't have been elected. But this is a revolutionary period and people want to see revolution. And so he embodies one, uh, uh, one angle, one side of the polarity that, that people want to see. People want to see radical change. And so now we have other politicians, Bernie Sanders, perhaps, on the other side. Um, but uh, so the problem, in my, this is my opinion, uh, with with what Trump is doing is that by, you know, by fabricating things, by lying, and by, by doing things that are against dharma. Now you say oh, every politician lies, that's true, but he, Trump happens to hold the world record for the most. Well, I time.
0: think... I think technically that's probably true as they, they, they have a counter on
1: it. But let's There's go. a counter on it, yeah. yeah. And, and the more adharma you do, the more you burn through your good karmic bank account, right? It's like, okay, you've got 100000 in the bank. Are you going to go to Vegas and put, you know, put it on the roulette wheel? Or are you just going to eat rice and beans and just save it and just make it go as, as, as far as it can? And to me, from the astrological perspective, it's perspective, it seems like he's burning through his good karma, and so that by about the end of the year, he will be—he also himself will be at a bit of a low, and so I think—and again, I could be wrong—but uh, I think that he will suffer a fall.
0: And at this time, I mean, I know that mundane things, the mundane look at astrology is not how you generally use it, but a couple of things. You and I were talking privately and you said, you know, because everyone was aghast when the whole move uh, in Iraq happened with the assassination of Suleiman. And you said you had looked at that, and that was indicated that it was going to happen that way. What did you see at that time? And did you see any consequence other than more adharma?
1: You know, to his credit, um, you have to give credit where credit is due. Uh, He did not follow up. Uh, yeah. after Iran retaliated. To his credit also, uh, this thing with China, one, uh, let me just digress just slightly here. Yeah. One of the things in the U.S. chart uh, there in, it, that is indicated, uh, and this is since 2015, is a kind of a Cold War in terms of technology, a kind of uh, a Cold If you remember during the actual Cold War, there were spies, there were double agents, there was all yeah. this secrecy. Corporate,
0: so, car, corporate espionage was the word of the day, yeah.
1: And and it, and it will be continue to be the word of the day, particularly in the cyber world. So to his credit, he is focusing attention on China and their, and Russia, well, no, he's not focusing attention on Russia, but on China, at least, uh, in, in bringing to light this idea that, hey, There's been an unfair balance in trade and perhaps even in corporate uh, secrets uh, uh, and so on. (laughs) So um, to me, I, I try to see things as objectively as possible. I still am a human being and I have biases, but you have to give credit where credit is due.
0: Okay, so here we have uh, looks like some astrocartography. This is Trump's astrocartography.
1: That's right. So now okay. this is a, this is a site anyone can go to. This is a free website astro.com, and you can pull your own astrocartography. And the really cool thing is, it will tell you. It, it gives you on the right hand side. It'll give you a little bit of a an interpretation for mm-hmm. each point. And you were asking me where's Trump's. Um, line and by the way here's uh, the birth information that we have for Donald Trump
0: right oh, this is interesting you're seeing it looks like Mars is that Mars running Those, right new through Washington D.C. practically
1: exactly so that will be his battle zone his war zone will be Washington D.C. Um, and and so in these places he will face tremendous opposition um, uh, you can see yeah here. Okay. Now another place that is difficult for any person is where their Saturn line is, and I'm being very general here. But mm-hmm. you could see now, his this is his Saturn line, this brown line, mm-hmm. and so within three four hundred miles of the line, the person is likely to face difficulty. And she so goes
0: through s- Mexico across the Mexican border for sure.
1: Yeah, Mexico and also California.
0: Mm-hmm. He does not like California, truly.
1: now where people see good effects is where their Jupiter line is and you can see Jupiter for him is kind of right right along here Wyoming Montana Idaho so about three four hundred miles in either direction these Mm -hmm. tend to be core good places uh, for the person Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's in the United States if we uh, sort of go more global by the way, look at the Mars line, Venezuela also. is. Yeah,
0: Venezuela, right through it.
1: Point of contention yep. here. Um, if we go eastwards to Europe, here is, here is another iteration of his Mars line, and it goes through uh, Eastern Europe. Actually, let's see. Where it's is, not go- that far from Ukraine. Yeah, a few hundred miles from Ukraine. hmm uh, so a few hundred miles in either direction is is difficult here. So more like Libya, Egypt. So mm-hmm. when I, so when you ask me the question about Iran, what he has going through Iran is a Uranus line. Uranus rules sudden, unprecedented, weird things that mm-hmm. come quickly and go quickly, like a flash of light. Okay. Um, and yeah. So. So That's kind of
0: what happened in that particular event. It came and went quickly. Now, I know you also had, um we talked about this. Can you go to Australia really quickly and look at the, can we take a look at that chart?
1: Um So this is the chart for the year, the 118th year of uh Australia, which was officially born. Countries have birth dates just like human beings mm-hmm. um, in 1901. And the first thing we see is that the, uh, south node of the moon, which is which rules explosions, terrorism. Um, it rules. It acts like Mars on steroids. Mm-hmm. Is exactly conjunct the ascendant. The ascendant is the the most important point in the chart. Um, the second most important thing in the chart is the ruler of the ascendant, and that is Saturn. And I w- just want you to see here Saturn and Sun at the moment of of this chart were at the exact same degree. That is called combustion. Mm-hmm. That, that is the technical term is called combustion. That a planet is completely burnt up. It is um, eclipsed by the sun, meaning that the sun and the Saturn were in the exact same degree. And so the sun obliterates mm-hmm. Saturn. And, he, and so this indicates high heat. It indicates Australia's identity being somehow obliterated. Now, could could we have predicted this? This was in hindsight. So hindsight is always twenty twenty, of course. Um, what the what the year also shows us is tremendous help from friends because Jupiter and Venus, the are the very positive planets, are in the sign of their uh, allies and friends. So, and, and income, is, so they're actually they're they're getting a lot of money. Uh, but those two things really struck me as is mm-hmm.
0: interesting
1: as notable and we could look at this for for the u.s or for any other country
0: that's interesting thanks for just dipping into it because a lot of times you know we're looking to blame we're looking everywhere to blame and sometimes we have overarching uh, energetics in motion that we're just not aware of that's why i wanted to talk to you about this so now we're in this like uh, shred tear down the house and build a new one phase right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: so say that the real nature of that is going to happen in december where there are going to be Probably uh, probably a lot of uh, contestation around the results of the election. Um, so w- we'll have to go through that, which is going to probably not take us into a very hopeful place at that time. But it will have resolution. Can you see what's on the other side in ter- astrologically in terms of resolution? If there are moves to be made to stop the election results or not allow forward movement or a new person to move into the white house for example um does is that indicated or is it just going to look muddy
1: i think it's going to be muddy but even before then uh starting march uh because in looking at the chart even before then um late march around the um equinox um uh so like march 22nd through april may there there are a few things that that are possible one of them is earthquakes um so here let me pull this off because it's probably purple's great. lovely but your eyes are better creating <laughs> glitter you know what the purple is it's it's a thing because i i stay up late at night on the yeah. computer and this is to block the blue light Yeah, to block the blue light i yeah. get it
0: lovely shade but your eyes are better go Thank ahead you're you gonna say so uh
1: march 22nd march late march through april may is a period of potential seismic activity earthquakes. Um, it it coincides with some you know planetary stuff that places that are prone to earthquakes like, you know California, California. Um, and and well in other places around the world along yeah. fault lines. It, this is a a period, um, a potentially seismic period.
0: You're talking late March to early April.
1: Late March, early April through through the end of April. So okay. let's say late March through early May. Give it a. a a month and Maybe a half. don't
0: go well watching at that time. Well, look, you have to
1: live your life. You can't exactly. live in here. But also just just be aware. Yeah. Uh be aware um uh, during yeah. that period. Um then um let's see what else is happening. Because there's that that's a Mars-Pluto conjunction, there's uh Saturn Pluto are are close again. So it, it the whole time leading up to that is is volatile and that volatility can express in terms of seismic events earthquakes and stuff like that. Also one thing in March, um, the ninth house of the U S chart shows uh, something with the legal justice. So it could be a, a Supreme court justice passes away um, or, or get sick or a, a, an assault on the justice system in some way.
0: Well, I think we're right in the middle of that right now. That seems like that's going to be an ongoing issue mounting.
1: Yeah, so that's in uh, sort of late March. Let me let me just take okay. a look. At, uh, late March uh, period. So that'll be intensifying. Uh, actually, March. Yeah. Okay. So it's coming up. So let's see. Okay. We'll know if I'm right here in a little bit.
0: I hope you're enjoying this video because if you are, there are dozens more like it on my site, all supported by people like you. So if you'd like to keep this work rolling in and join our community, just click on the Patreon button at reginameredith.com. That also gives you access to insider commentary, my live book club, and other live events with special guests. So join in. Thanks. So once the election's uh, said and done and and December comes uh, and all of this muddiness around the election and the calculations and results and so forth happens, how do you see it settling out after that? Do we have a new occupant in the White House or do you see whatever kind of skullduggery might end up happening as keeping this in an inflamed and continued situation with Trump in the White House?
1: No, I don't think Trump will be in the White House. uh I think it, there will be a new person in the White House um but as a result of that, there could be some economic um chaos. I know you know you and I both know the markets love trump um and so as a result, there may be pullback, back uh, you know you don't have to be an astrologer yeah. to see that right um i don't think I don't think he'll be reelected I honestly don't I think his eating through the good karma really quickly. Uh, as he's done in the last few years, um, he is going to come back and his enemies will eventually... What, see, once you eat through your good karma and you're exposed, you got no more good karma left, now all your...
0: <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, yeah. can pounce on you. Before. Up till now, no one's been able to touch him and God bless him. You know, he's earned this good karma somehow. I'm not a Trump hater. I'm, I'm, I'm also not a supporter. Full disclosure, I'm, I'm voting for the other guy, whoever that is. But you have to kind of try to see things. I, I try to see you No, know, that's like,
0: why I wanted to talk to you about it because I, I understand that you have that fairness about you where I tend to be a little bit more emotional and I'm waiting for a return to beauty and I'm not finding a lot of beauty out there right now. And so these are kind of, for me, bumpy, dispiriting times. I, I find I have tears behind my eyes a lot of the time because yeah. everything playing out is just so ugly. You yeah. know, there are no other words for it. Yeah.
1: You know, um, and 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 this is true. This is true. But uh, you know, uh, again, it, anytime some there's a, a polarity, there's also its opposite, and and you have to find w- your solidarity with people who are, yes. you know, who are there to oppose uh, uh, what the left perceives it perceives as tyranny. And yes. Uh, and it certainly looks that way. Um, the only thing that I would caution and give perspective to people is that while clearly there appears to be corruption, um, uh, two things. Uh, uh, on, on Trump's side, you know, and he said he's going to weed out corruption in a sort of backwards way. He's doing it because everyone around him is getting jail time, you know, yeah. from Manafort to Michael Flynn to all of his people to Cohen. Yes. The They're swamp, all in jail. The
0: swamp's headed to prison now, yeah.
1: <laughs> Although he just pardoned, you know, 11. A
0: bunch, yeah, and there will be many more pardons. Yeah, we know that. So,
1: But that's that's one kind of funny backwards <laughs> way of him draining the swamp, but it's his own, his own people. And, and when that good karma comes out, he will also likely go as well. But the second thing I just want to note is that, his his corruption is on a mostly sort of personal level, whereas uh, you know the war in Iraq, you know what, 14, 15 years ago, sixteen years ago, um, involved a lot of corporate corruption because you know Halliburton and all that they there were billions and trillions of dollars even gained um, because of a war. So in a lot, as a result, a lot of human people died. There are still people in Iraq scratching the rocks trying to find food. As a as a result of that decision, I'm going to war. One man made that decision, right, and convinced uh, the the judicial body. Trump hasn't done that. So in terms of the cost in lives, yet he's nowhere near where the previous Republican administration was. Absolutely, and that is a silver lining. It's a silver lining. Now we don't know where it's going to go, and hopefully, you know, the people who know him say he's a nice person, whatever. Hopefully, that there is truth to that um and that he doesn't take us into into right so that is a silver lining and it's worth worth pointing out
0: it is okay so now we're in this outsider cycle and i want to bring it back home to us individually because we we don't have control over that those externals and every one of us um has to decide how we're going to interface with these chaotic energies and i try to just at least on a personal level, and in my life and in my work, try to try to create beauty wherever I can, or you know, enjoy it wherever it's available, and ride ride through that way. But the reality is, we all have parts of us that are in resistance to change and growth, and those that are are deeply desiring it. And um, I shared this with you on the phone. Uh, few days ago, that over the last decade or so, I kept referring to it as the time of revelations. We have the internet, everything's, we have we have whistleblowers, everything's bubbling up to the surface for our, our review and for research. Now, some of it's disinformation. Nonetheless, everything is there to look at. And I see that phase ending and it doesn't, it's all there now. It feels to me like the phase of reckoning, we have to decide externally and internally what we will accept in terms of that Overton window of what society has been made to be more and more comfortable with that we shouldn't be comfortable with. We have, to, we have to look at that internally as well. What do we stand for? What is our heart telling us? Where are we selling out even in the smallest ways? So let's talk about personal revolution within this cycle.
1: Yes. Um, and to just to finish the last question, I want to say this, I do, I think there will be a change in regime and I think it will be a very good year because at the end of this year is the lowest of the dip Wonderful. and and then it, it starts coming up. And after that, we're the, we start smooth sailing. Yes, the economic markets could be affected, but you know, unless you own a lot of stock and if you do, you could take measures you know, to to hedge against that. But on a personal level, understand that the world will go on. Now, on on a very, very global scale, our population is, you know, getting to an unmanageable point. And one of my fellow astrologers, James Kelleher, uh, uh, whom, who is an expert in this field, he believes between 2050 and 2100, there's likely to be a decline in population, either because of world events or whatever, but the, the earth herself will start to feel a little heavy and she'll just kind of shake mm-hmm. us off a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and, but this is a problem that our grandchildren, uh, children and grandchildren will have to face. And uh, the other thing that the chart indicates is that the climate change stuff is real. It's not a joke. Um, I yeah. Even I had some doubts like, well, how does it affect me? I know it's happening. No, it's real, and its effects will be long-lasting.
0: Well, this is something too, if I might add here. Um, I interviewed Billy Carson recently, and astrophysics is his thing, and he was talking about the world of astrophysics and their um, observation. And he said uh, our entire solar system is going through global warming. This isn't just ex- this isn't uh, exclusive to the Earth. All the planets are warming. These these um, especially at this the short point of the elliptical when you're looking at the 26,000 year procession period in the the close-in point of the elliptical is where you generally experience warming of the planets and we're in that phase that part we can't do anything about but we can definitely do something about the ways in which we meet it um, the issue of pollution on all levels of the the skies, the water, the earth, and so forth. We can meet all these other things that have to do with toxins and that may be making the situation worse, certainly. But I think it's important to note that this isn't personal to Earth. According to them, this is uh, solar system-wide. And the
1: other good news is that during times of revolution, like in the 1700s, then in the late 1800s, we've been through this period twice before. There's tremendous uh, technological acceleration. So in the, uh, and this is straight from James Keller, I gotta give him a nod for that. Uh, The industrial revolution during the late 17, early 1800s. Then we got electricity, the telephone, we got the automobile in the early 19, late 18, early 1900s. That's the last time we were in this uh, revolutionary period. And now artificial intelligence, Bitcoin is part of it, a new revolutionary monetary system. So the big, there's a lot of hope and a lot of uh, technology won't save us. We have to save us. But there are great things happening in technology, uh, and you know, genome and, and you know, stem cells and all that stuff.
0: Uh, Indeed, so look- I mean that's a hopeful looking scene. Even even the Super Bowl commercials, um, every vehicle commercial, every auto company was advertising their electric car. I don't know who's gonna buy an electric hummer per se, okay, but it was all electric, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And my father passed through this stock buy he wanted to he wants to do, I think he's already executed it, that's that's basically been patented it's rife it's rife technology but apparently it's several years in and it has been accepted uh into the medicare system in america but it's in other countries as well starting to use frequencies to combat very specific cancers these Hmm. are even though it's old technology, it's been squashed until now, just like the electric car was squashed. But it seems like there's a window for these technologies to now start coming through into our use, which is that to me is beautiful and exciting.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I think there will be celebration. You asked me how will this settle down. I think there will be celebration. Wonderful. And it, 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 there will be celebration. And yes, there will always be factions that begin to brood. When one side wins, the other side begins to brood and plot. And that's how it, it's always been, left, right, left, right. But I think there will be celebration. So let's see what happens.
0: Okay, well, that so that brings me to the question then, if the old ways of doing business, the old kind of heavy handed patriarchal, um, you know, billionaire on horseback, bare chested days are kind of drawing to an end through this period, is that the very thing that is then going to allow all these beautiful, useful technologies to come forward and not just have the persistent greedy need of profit to dominate our healthcare system and everything else? Is that for the falling away of this? through this revolutionary period, the very thing that will make all this available to us? I,
1: I think so. Technology is an equalizer. It puts power in your hand. You know, this little thing gives people a great amount of power. To commu- I can talk to Egypt right now if I want to. Right. Know, I can disseminate my ideas, whereas before I couldn't. Uh, so, yes, and in, in, in not beyond just the phone. In, in many ways, technology gives people ordinary people power and they're speaking up
0: let's talk about something right now that's occurring at this moment and that is because someone may be watching this a year from now we're uh, we seem to be in the midst of the coronavirus um, increasing they thought it had leveled off and then boom it had another burst it how are these kinds of um, diseases that seem to be hard to contain how do those factor into a revolutionary period
1: well, you have to look at how how these things happen in the first, how these pandemics happen, and they when humans live too close in conjunction with animals, and you know these birds, swine, you name it, and the way we treat those animals um, so there is also a revolution in how how we eat this is also happening uh, you know people going vegetarian, going vegan, or going alternate routes where you know, Beyond Meat is a is a fake uh, meat yeah. burger that is doing a, phenomenally in well in the stock market. So yeah, in the stock market, yeah, that is part of the revolution. See, it's not just to the technology that we can see; it's 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 the technology of human nutrition. And um, so, in terms of the coronavirus, I think it'll 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 take its course and it'll go away. I, I don't think that's a I don't think it's a world threat. That's my opinion. But um, those types of things in the future will likely get bigger as the earth feels as getting heavier and heavier.
0: That's really what I was setting that question up for. You talked about that window after 2050.
1: Yeah. Um, the thing is, see, people have to remember the earth is fine. The yes. earth going do, will do fine without us. will do fine with us. It's if you're a few hundred million years ago, there were asteroids barraging the earth before that. There were volcanoes erupting all the time, their there, continents have shifted. There's been great cataclysm on the earth, and she's fine. It's our place on the earth that's threatened. So it's not that we're taking care of the earth to take care of her, it's to take care of us. And I think that's, um, I, I. I, on a global scale i think population reduction is is probably the fastest way to do that and and unfortunately uh and again this is uh james but i, I stand i also agree that i think you know there may be world events between 2050 to 20 uh, 100 that uh, uh not cataclysmic but things that that populations that create more of these viruses more of these You know, water levels rise, mosquitoes come, viruses happen, cholera, outbreaks, epidemics. So I think this is likely to be more and more in the future.
0: Okay. I don't think anyone would be surprised at that. So now let's get into how we as each type, because anybody can um, can determine their type by doing the self-test on spirittype.com, right? Yes. Okay, so they can go there and then check it out and see what you're kind of dominant. Most people are uh, kind of dominant in one particular um, archetype, and then have small uh, influences from others. So it's worth checking out. So we're just going to talk about the dominant theme in each of our charts. So, you -hmm. know, for me, I'm an outsider, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you're an educator with an outsider as second. I'm an outsider Mm -hmm. with an educator as second. And then we have the merchant warrior and the laborer besides those two archetypes. So let's talk about how each one of them best functions in a period of revolution.
1: Yeah. So the, the educator's dharma, their purpose in the world is to cultivate truth. And particularly at a time when truth is, you know, what is fake, what is not, uh, is very loosey-goosey. It's the, the educator's job is to research, to find out what is actually factually the case, and then present it to the world. And now you mentioned you're an outsider outsiders can play any of the types so you're an outsider in the role of an educator which means you're going to present truth but through uh alternative outlets not through sort of mainstream outlets
0: right which is very true for decades now yeah
1: okay and so the educator's purpose is to actually tell us what's true whether they they like it or not, their own personal opinion doesn't matter. Our job as educators is to present here are the facts. The warrior's job, if you're a warrior dharma type, and by the way, you can do the test in any of my books. I have uh, four books yes. out. Any of my books has the self test. It's very easy to take. Uh, it takes five minutes. Uh, if you're a warrior type, your 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 job is to defend the truth. Warriors love to debate to to engage. But oftentimes you see warriors who are allied to uh, untruthful causes, and they don't even know it. They think it's true, but it's not. So their biggest thing is to ally themselves to to a, to a good cause and then fight for it, whether it's through debate, through you know whatever, even military the, the, those are our warriors. And then the outsider's role is to provide alternatives is to give in other to give us another perspective so you have a or b right and and it's only a or b this binary thing the outsider comes and says hey there's something else things aren't just binary and this is again we live in an uh, outsider period and look at the revolution with transgender uh, uh gay lesbian and, and 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 questioning and so on lgbtq so That gives us another perspective. It's not just male-female. Hey, there's another way to look at all this. So that's the outsider's role. Even Trump, he's a full-on outsider playing a merchant. And his job is to go, hey, things don't have to be by the book. Look, they could look like this. (laughs) And whether we like it or not, now now we react and go, oh, no, 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 we don't want that. Or, yeah, that looks great. But he gives us another perspective. The outsider does. And there are outsiders on both sides. Both Jesus and Satan are outsiders on different sides of the, uh, of the coin. So one is the one allied to truth. The other is the one who wants darkness. But they're both outsiders. So
0: You touched out- on merchant. You said uh, Trump is an outsider merchant. So yes. what's the merchant about? The merchant's
1: duty and job in life is to make us prosperous is to make themselves prosperous first, but then to share that prosperity with the world. To give, you know, it's the laborer's job to build a home. The merchant makes it beautiful with the swimming pool and comforts and a stereo system and a TV and a comfy bed. They give us the enjoyment of life. And America is a merchant country. And one of my teachers, this is during the time of the Iraq war, he said, the U.S. would be better served just to drop hundred dollar bills, tens of thousands of dollars over Iraq and just give it to the people. Then you'd be seen as a liberator, not as a you know an oppressor. An and then those people, once they got that money, they'd be like, I ain't giving it to you. You know, when the when the soldiers come, be like, "No, uh uh uh-uh. and they formed their own rebellion because they want to hold on to their comforts. Yeah. So it's the merchant's job to give that to the world, to make the world prosperous. Um, then the laborer's job is to create unity. Laborers are the family, the cohesive, the cohesion. And when they're evolved, they see the whole world as their family. Um, How can I let someone, uh, uh, another child starve when I wouldn't do that with my child? And and, uh, the evolved laborer thinks all children are theirs. The unevolved laborer, unfortunately, says, well, my kids are the most important. So we've got to shut everything down. We've got to take care of ourselves. It's true. You should, you, we need to take care of ourselves, but everyone is your family. So laborers are the ones who create the infrastructure and create the sense of this world is our, is our entire family. And
0: There's a perfect role for each one of us, if we understand yep. our essence, to really play powerfully and effectively right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and the thing is, and don't try to do another one's job. Yeah. Like if if I try to make other people prosperous, I'm ter- I'll be terrible at it because I'm terrible. At it. Yeah. <laughs> but, my, but my job is to do what I do, and and I'm happy doing it. It comes easy and naturally. And so every dharma type has something that comes easy and beautifully to them. Share that with the world. That's your gift.
0: I think that's wonderful, and for anybody watching the, the, this that has not already read the five Dharma types, that's a wonderful primer. Pick it up. I mean, he has all kinds of wonderful books. You can see my interviews with him on, I think, virtually every one of them, either on Gaia or on this site, reginamarith.com, but however you can do it, I love working with the Dharma type and I love the empowerment that it gives us and what you just said don't try to be a type that you're not don't try to do a job that's not yours you're not going to succeed at it and yet if we can really embrace what we are intrinsically and here to do we can add a lot of power to the situation a lot of we're already moving as you say to the darkest phase it's the darkest just before dawn and we're headed to that dark place before dawn meaning that dawn's on the other side and we need to we need to ideally arrive there intact. One, one final question. Where does, if you can even say there's such a thing anymore, I believe there is, where does truth factor into all of this? Because truth seems to be the one casualty of the times we've been in.
1: There's a saying in Sanskrit, meva jayate, truth always prevails. And Dr. Martin Luther King shared this as well. Even though the arc is long, goodness and truth prevail um, and uh, uh, something to that effect and in the end it does prevail we have to go through these hard times because we've chosen to be here during these times
0: yes we have
1: and remember that and we all have a role to play and exactly when you play your role it feels good and as Regina just said when you play someone else's role not only is it difficult you actually take someone else's place who is supposed to be playing that role right? If I'm a man and I want to play Juliet in a play, then I'm taking some sweet young girl's spot who probably deserves it more than I do, right? So play your own role. Be, do, it's hard enough to do our own dharma, no less to try to do the jobs of everyone else. And in that, there is goodness and truth. Uh, truth arises when you do it. You, your life just becomes easier and more comfortable.
0: Here, here. I totally second that. And and that's really what I want to leave everyone with. And what you just said is very important also a moment ago. And that is, uh, no one's forced into one of these bodies here. We've all chosen to incarnate at this time to go through this and tear down the old and build a new future together and not to be discouraged. And even so, I'm pretty optimistic person. I'm always looking for something good that i can either do or or share in a day and even i've found these tears behind my eyes which i think gosh and i'm optimistic if i'm feeling this what must other people who maybe aren't as optimistic as i be feeling like right now
1: yeah but there will be rejoicing there will be it's coming back folks
0: yeah on that note, Simon, thank you so much. You're always a voice of reason and fairness, which is why I, I love having you on. So hopefully, I'll be seeing you after this, probably sometime later down the road this year uh, at Gaia in the studios there. What are you working no, on? What are you working on right now?
1: We're working on a worldwide app to bring people together. Um, it is an app based on astrology and a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, deep thinking and uh, algorithms to help people find their soulmates.
0: Oh, uh, I love it.
1: To, to go beyond Tinder, beyond the swipe left, swipe right, accidental, you know, to really find, help people find truly who they bond with uh, for love, for business partnership, whatever it is. So that's, that's where I'm focused right now, to bring, hopefully bring the world
0: together in that way. I absolutely love it. That's a worthy endeavor. How close are you so I know when to bring you into Gaia?
1: Um, to that, we're about uh,
0: six months away, six to eight months away. Okay, we'll get you slotted in toward the end of the year then. Okay, thank you, Regina. Thank you so much and uh, have a lovely d- I know you're on hiatus right now. Have a lovely rest for the rest of this month before you have to hit it again and people can always find you at spirittypes.com. Right? Yes. Okay, yes. very good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, everybody, I hope you got a uh, <clears throat> kind of a A good stark, not only just a stark and honest view of the times, but also the hope that's uh, on the heels of it. So I'm very grateful to Simon for bringing this uh, message to us today. So until next time, thank you for joining us here on ReginaMeredith.com.